Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. All right, so last hour, we finally got a news conference, which was announcing the arrests of two people in the shooting death of the off-duty Monterey Park police officer, whose name was Gardiel Solario. And this was in an L.A. fitness parking lot in Downey on Monday afternoon, which again is weird. Uh, George Gascon came out. Yes, the L.A. County D.A. was the first major speaker he started in Spanish, so we dropped out and we came back when it went back to English. And he announced that the suspect is Carlos Del Cid, age 20. He approached Solario as he was sitting inside his car and tried to rob him. Security footage shows Solario's car backing up, slamming into a parked van. 
As he tried to get away, they believe that's when Del Cid shot him five times at close range. He then fled the scene in a car driven by a 17-year-old. The 17-year-old has also been charged, but they have not given us the specifics on that. But Del Cid's been charged with one count each of murder, attempted robbery, possession of a gun by a felon, with a special circumstance allegation that the murder was committed during a robbery. Gascon said he'll be going for life without the possibility of parole for Del Cid. Um, and by the way, that's that's an exception that Gascon said he's making. The, the by, by charging an enhancement because he's he normally believe in them. Right. He's normally against all enhancements, but now that there's another dead cop, and he's responsible for this guy Del Cid for being free to begin with. Because Del Cid has had several juvenile arrests. Listen to this record. Several juvenile arrests, including an attempted murder charge, but no convictions. How do you get charged with attempted murder and not get something out of it? Couldn't make a case. What, there wasn't a murder? Person wasn't dead? (laughs) Yeah, they couldn't make a case, sure. Earlier this year, he pleaded guilty to felony charges of domestic violence and residential burglary. He beat up and attacked his girlfriend. He was sentenced to six months in county jail and four years of felony probation. How did he get only six months in a county jail when he committed a felony? Felonies mean you go to prison. Misdemeanors mean you go to county jail. That's a really cheap sentence. Well, here's something else. Prosecutors were unable to file an enhancement charge. He used a knife against his girlfriend because of Gascon's directive. No enhancements. So the knife charge didn't make the cut. So there was no real prison time. And so he gets out. In January, he was arrested on another carjacking allegation. But they say they did not have enough evidence to bring charges. Did they really have enough, not have enough evidence, or were they somehow not allowed to? I don't, you wonder I don't, I, with, uh, how many times can a guy get a get a, a serious crime charge, and there's always not quite enough evidence? Seriously, they keep finding him, they keep tracking him down, they keep arresting him, but we don't have the evidence. Well, then what led you to him to begin with? I don't I mean, buy twenty it. years old and all this already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have learned that the other person is 17, so they'll get treated very kindly thanks to George so, Gascon's policies about being under 18. Here's Gascon, and, and the recall uh, ballots are uh, still being uh, counted, or the, the, the recall signatures, signatures are, being verified. are being verified. And, uh, of course, that's a whole separate story that we covered yesterday. Uh, and so he, he feels the need, this is known as getting ahead of the story, because he's got, he now has staff members... And the first thing they do when they have one of these bad stories, they look in the record, and it's like, George, you let this guy go. There was no enhancements when he attacked his girlfriend. Another oh, crap moment for old George. So it's like, you're going to go out there and do a press conference. And, and, and there's gonna, that's why there's no questions. That's why there's no questions. And he also does it in Spanish in order so the, the, the local uh, English TV stations... Say, oh, we can't cover this. It's in Spanish. So it doesn't get much coverage. It doesn't get much coverage. There isn't any questions. And he makes him look like he's uh, he's a superhero. He's going to in charge an enhancement. Well, you have a dead cop. Yeah, I guess you should. 
but there was no enhancement when he's beating the crap out of his girlfriend and threatening her with a knife. No enhancement for that. We've this is this another Gascon-created murder is what it is. Yeah, we've made this case before. This, this DA in only a year and a half is responsible for dangerous people being out there because he will not pursue uh, the ultimate charges against him, including enhancements. He just leaves that on the table. And, I mean, this guy was arrested half a dozen times in the past year. Well, the past year is all Gascon's time. Yeah. And this isn't the first cop this year who's been murdered by a guy who Gascon let out with his lenient policies. It's the, And we're going to keep getting more of these stories because he's letting a lot of people out or not prosecuting a lot of people who should be prosecuted. This is going to go on and on indefinitely. Remember the two El Monte police officers were killed by another domestic violence guy. But again, he was another one. He was the felon in possession of a gun. I'm sure what he's going to tell us about this guy, just like he did with the, uh, the, the man that killed the two El Monte police officers. Oh, we didn't know we were dealing with a violent yeah. person. Well, there was nothing to his prior arrests. Well, really? He attacked his girlfriend. Yeah, he's got a lot. Of, I'm sure he's going to have a, a sack of lies. I mean, that's what everybody does now. You got the president announcing there's zero inflation today. When it's eight and a half percent. So everybody just goes out and lies. And then all the news reporters, uh, they dutifully write down the lie and they rebroadcast it. Gascon says, Gascon says. He's a liar. He's a deceitful, evil liar. He's causing people to die. We got two dead cops in the last few months because of Gascon's decision. And now we find out there's funny business going on in the L.A. County Registrar's office when it comes to uh, counting the petitions. Of course, there's funny business. We got four dead cops. Two in El Monte, the officer yesterday or Monday in Monterey, the Monterey Park officer. And don't forget the off-duty LAPD officer who was killed while looking for a house with his girlfriend. Four dead cops. Yeah, Four dead cops, thanks to Gascon. How many do you want? How many do you want? No wonder he. No wonder he's, 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 he's commandeering the press conference in Spanish. Yeah, it looks like he did try to get out in front of this one. See, and, they, and always, his- they always think they can have Fox. The rational people, the people paying attention. Well, after the two El Monte police officers were killed, Gascon got criticized because he didn't say much for the family. He didn't do much. Right. He didn't appear. Someone said, oh, another cop's been killed. you right. got to get out there. Yeah. And, and you got to announce the charges. Another cop's been killed, and you're responsible, George. So why don't you go out there and, dist- and, 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 first of all, no TV coverage. Start talking in Spanish. All the local stations will cut out. KFI is going to cut out. Officer Solario, it says here, suffered five gunshot wounds to the chest. And they got it all on the gym surveillance video. What the hell was the motivation for this? They're saying carjacking. What? One story, another story is just robbery. Hey, do we have uh, do we have the grieving mother yet telling us that uh, that her son is really a good boy? Oh, the Where's that guy. character in the story? There's always some uh, crazy person who plays that role. All right, uh, we have more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that story of the uh, felon that was arrested for shooting the off-duty Monterey Park police officer. Only 20 years old, but a number of arrests just in the last year. Yeah, and an, an, another break by Gascon. They wouldn't, they wouldn't charge him with an enhancement when he was menacing his girlfriend with a knife. Uh, last week, the big story was the woman driving her Mercedes-Benz into traffic in Los Angeles at around 90 miles an hour, killing five people, including a one-year-old boy. Her name is Nicole Linton. 
She made a court appearance yesterday and new questions are being raised about the company that hired her. She was a traveling nurse and the company's name is AMN Healthcare. What they do is they basically are like the middleman to find nurses and then have them travel around the country where they're needed because that's kind of the way it is in that profession. Uh, there's places that have shortages of nurses and surpluses. So it pays really well to be a traveling nurse. Traveling yeah. nurse, yeah, it pays, pays exceptionally good money. Well, we don't know how much of this is BS or the truth, but apparently yesterday in court, her attorney said that she has a profound history of mental health problems. So the question being raised is, well, if that's true, who vetted this woman for the job? Why was she loose on the streets? And why was she responsible well, for anything? Now, she, she was not driving to a nursing job when she caused this but, crash. But she's had 13 car accidents. So clearly she's got mental health well, issues. did you see a number of them? She was rear-ended in a few of them. It was not her fault. Although they say the problem was she would sit there at a green light. Well, all right. Sometimes when you're rear-ended, it is your fault. You you could stop short. Right. Uh, or, or people are anticipating with the green light that the traffic in front of them is going to keep moving. When you have 13, you can't chalk them all up to bad luck. Just the wrong place at the wrong time now. You can't 13 do that. times? Uh, <laughs> well, it's like you said yesterday. How many, how many accidents have you had that actually uh, caused damage and you'd have a police report on? I have had, let me see, how many car accidents? And I don't even, uh, probably three. Three where the police had to come? No, the police never came in any of them. Yeah. No. Yeah, the, the one guy that hit me just gave me his uh, auto repair guy, and he took care of it. So yeah, I've had a, I've had a couple of those, but you know, when 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 they can quickly within twenty four hours find a list of your your, your thirteen accidents, it means it's public record with the police. Yeah, it's, it's I don't not think there'd be a list records. of any accidents for me. No, I don't think there was ever any official police report. <laughs> Do you know anybody who's been in thirteen accidents? I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's 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 completely out of her mind now. I, I know what happened here with this AMN Healthcare. Um, the, they, because of the COVID panic and everybody was in a panic, they just hired any warm body that showed up. Yeah. That's she's all they been, did. She's been working for two temporary nursing companies since 2020, AMN, another one called RN Network. And she actually, being in LA, she was positioned at a Kaiser Permanente facility in West Los Angeles. But they wanted to make it clear that she was not traveling to do with that job. When she smashed into those cars in that yeah, neighborhood but, of Los Angeles. But, but how scary is somebody who's this crazy that, that she's, a, she's a nurse? You know, I'd like to see the details in this because the reason I had like a caution sign up is attorneys will do this, right? They'll come right into court and saying, oh, she can't be held responsible. She has severe mental health problems. She had no idea what she was doing. She was in this uh, severe well, state of mental problems, and she didn't even know she was going 90. See, it's always a ploy, so I don't always trust it when I, well, when I read that. Yeah, but uh, see, I don't know what you want to call it. But Does she have hospitalizations? Well, Does she have diagnosed conditions? Be more specific. When you're driving 90 miles an hour... Suicidal? Is that what you're saying? Because that is suicidal. <laughs> when you're driving 90 miles an hour and you kill six people, obviously there's something wrong in your brain. I don't know what category specifically you put it in, but you know that's that's a dangerous person. Yeah. And then you find out she's got a long list of accidents. 
Yeah. So uh, anyway, they don't do, you know, most places don't do background checks. Background checks is the most overhyped concept in, in uh, you know, in. Oh, it's particularly when there's a nursing shortage. Oh, yeah. You're I mean, not going to vet too carefully because there's money to be made. And because of COVID, nurses were needed all over the country. And if they're going to willing to travel, you're not going to do a lot of vetting. You've got to get bodies. And, 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 and left-wing governments are constantly passing laws that prohibit employees from finding out about uh, uh, previous uh, uh, arrest record, uh, 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 prison record. Uh, you, you know, it's difficult to find out why you were fired from your last job. I mean, there, there are informal ways to work around that, but you can't make formal inquiries. But anybody I've ever talked to said, oh, yeah, we find out. If you care. Now, a lot of places don't care, and they just hire any, any piece of sludge off the street, especially when there's so many jobs going unfilled. Yeah, and as we heard the other day, they're still trying to figure out if she was drinking. There was no evidence of that. There was just a report from some woman that said she knows her and that they had been drinking together and she was but fighting with her boyfriend. Isn't that scarier if there was no drinking? That she actually did this while sober and conscious? Well, if she has severe mental health problems and was having a fight with her boyfriend, it may have caused her to just absolutely lose control and just speed in the car and yeah. damn the red light. Yeah, that's frightening. That's, that's... frightening. When somebody's in a rage, like a true, um, you know, like a bipolar kind of rage, right. where they completely lose any sense of where they are and what they're doing, the rage just overtakes their brain. And then yeah, they you, you not, give them a car. They haven't given much information on these 13 accidents she was involved with. They happened in Texas and California. Two crashes in Texas, one in 2013, the second one in 2016. In both cases, another driver did rear-end her car. She was not deemed to be at fault. The 2013 crash report said, though, she failed to move at the lights mm. once they turned green. And I guess... Uh, now it was kind of the opposite because there was a red light and she came up on everybody that was there and just plowed through well, them. You know, she tore one of the cars in half. It opened up and that's why that baby got ejected. That's really awful. That's how, going 90 miles an hour, she just slammed right through and broke one car in half. Imagine what that feels like. I mean, a car yeah, ripped over so quickly, it probably doesn't feel like much. Man. No, she's got, she's got a severe problem. And the thing is, you can't, you can't stop people from driving. You can... You know, take away their license or their registration or whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. All right. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, John and Ken show. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. You okay? Sounds like you had a gag reflex there. <sighs> KFI. That <looked> violent. <laughs> it looked we need violent. to do the uh, Heimlich maneuver on you over there? <laughs> yeah. No, like no. I just, uh, I, every day I wake up with some kind of like uh, allergy congestion or something. I don't know. Just well, every day. It's uh, a treatment. Oh, it just sounds like you gagged like in the middle of that sentence. Yeah, because I always got congestion floating around. Every once in a while, you know, you Nucus. sit here shouting for hours and stuff comes up. Uh, <laughs> really? And you talk about other people even crap on the microphone. Well, you were talking about diarrhea coming out of you before, so. I, but that, Me? No. No. Sure. I said out of my mouth. Because, because oh, well, that makes saying. it better. It's what? just a saying. I said I had diarrhea mouth because I, I just say things all the time that I probably shouldn't. Okay. I wasn't talking about actual diarrhea. All right. Well, uh, wow. All right, you just jumped all over the place. Uh, the voice line is coming back. It's always exciting when you leave calls that deal with hearing this stuff. Uh <laughs> You what do you can use the iHeartRadio app. What are you doing with your life listening to this? The microphone icon, right? You can call toll free 1 877 Moist 86, 1 877 664 7886. 
We'll get into that El Segundo Times special after 4 o'clock that we mentioned earlier in the show that the nuclear option may be coming in the city of Los Angeles for a ballot measure that would basically impose road diets everywhere. Road diets. Yeah. Taking away lanes for traffic. A, a, a massive plan closing uh, just probably would end up being hundreds and hundreds of miles of lanes all over the uh, city yes. for, for the five bikes that go by. All right, so I don't know. You mentioned it yesterday. He came down the escalator, I think it was June of 2015, mm -hmm. to announce he's running for president. Is it the gift that keeps on giving, or is it the in-law that won't leave the house, won't leave the table? Uh, well, the we're, Trumpster. we're into the eighth year now of this. Eighth year. Yeah, you're right. The eighth year. Uh, and he may be back in 24 running. We may find that out in just a month or so. Supposedly around oh. Labor Day, he may make an announcement that well, he is in the race for 24. Sure. There might be six more years of this. Uh, he's in the news for a couple of reasons. Newsweek is reporting that the reason that the FBI went to Mar-a-Lago in Florida and served a search warrant, you can call it a search or a raid, is based on two things. They knew Trump would not be home, and they had a confidential inside source, a human person who told them that the classified documents are there, you can go get them. That's according to two senior government officials told this to Newsweek. It was Melania. Name names. What? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't uh, want to go back to the White House. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She does not. That would be a good one. Who would have All the those boxes that are here? <laughs> in, in his inner circle, who would have the most motivation to try to stop this, uh, this 2024 yeah, She was miserable. Run. You're oh, right. Oh, my God, yes. She was miserable every day. I mean, and you can see and her she, face and when she'd probably walking. say, you can even go through my underwear and my dresses. Go ahead. Whatever you want. They're still together, though, right? Everyone always says that about presidents who, who and knows? their wives. After they leave office, they're breaking up. Yeah, but no, who knows? The Clintons what? are still together. The Obamas are still together. The Bushes are still together. What did that? What does that mean, though? Well, divorcing, actually, literally, I know, separating but, legally. But are you together when you're flying Jeffrey Epstein's no, plane to uh, Pedophile Island? Is that together? But that was kind of their relationship from the beginning. I know. It's just one of more of political convenience. <laughs> uh, the Washington Post did a number story. Who's this woman? This is a great one. Hannah Alam, A L L A M. Simmering threat of violence comes to fore with the search of Trump property. As I told you yesterday, the left-wing or progressive media will not use the word raid. They will not. It's just a search. It was carried out with a proper warrant. Don't call it a raid. That implies it was something illegal or that the defendant is innocent. Right. Because the FBI never had an illegal warrant involving Trump before. So they sent this reporter out there to see what's going on online with Trump supporters. And yes, you guessed it. They're calling for a violent revolution. That the raid on Mar-a-Lago was it. That's what we need. It started with stop the steal. The election was stolen. Now that they have raided a former president of the United States home, this is too much. It's a call to arms. In fact, that's what she found online. I already bought my ammo. Civil War, pick up arms, people. All right, so it's been a few days and nothing's happened yet, but oh, this yeah. is what people like to write online. Uh, lots of conspiracy theories, threats. Uh, the People are calling for a civil war over this. Well, Kent, you know, I read a, an article in Politico today by a guy named Tim Alberta, 
who I've read a lot of over the years. He's the chief political correspondent, and he he's a reasonable guy. And he says he has spent a lot of time over the last few years. Uh, he, well, I'll read you what he wrote here. I spent a lot of time around Trump voters. It's part of my everyday life, engaging with family and friends in Michigan. It's been the heartbeat of my work in this election cycle. Traversing America to try to figure out what ordinary folks are thinking about, and I've learned a lot along the way. And He's already too smart. Right, right. But <laughs> <laughs> I can just tell by the way he writes. <laughs> but he, he, he said there is a lot of people out there who are talking about Trump being sabotaged by the deep state and yes. that maybe they're, the only way to stop this is violence. And he doesn't believe it's out of the question that something cra even crazier than uh, January 6th can happen. He said there's just a lot of people who, who talk about this all the time. Like he sees them seething. Yeah, my take on January 6th has always been that it was actually pretty spontaneous. That the mob descended on the Capitol knowing that they were there to certify the election. They wanted to create a disturbance outside to protest this. And then someone said, yeah, let's go in. <laughs> and then the real mob mentality took over and they all went in. Right. I mean, they, they didn't really want it. They didn't think they were no, going to overthrow the government. No, but but th that event was spontaneous. But the feelings that led them to travel to Washington. Oh, yeah. And then that's exactly right. Those are the same people that right now are seething over this right. raid. So it's yeah. it simmers for months, maybe years. And then the right set of circumstances happen. And and suddenly you have, you know, spontaneous combustion. But. It's he says there's a lot of this uh, simmering going on out there. Uh, the same day, well, we're talking today. Today, Trump actually was in New York State. Well, he's been in New York City for a while, but he went to uh, meet with the Attorney General, Letitia James, because they have a separate investigation into Trump over his real estate holdings, and he was being deposed. He proudly announced afterwards that he took the fifth to all of the questions, basically saying that it's a kangaroo court situation. Mm -hmm. I don't take this seriously. The allegation is that the Trump organization improperly reported the stated valuations of some of their real estate assets for financial gain. So they could get better terms on loans and insurance and tax benefits. And, you know, when you think about that, how many years was Trump uh, bellowing about how much he was worth that seemed to be exaggerated? You know, how many billions yeah. he was worth? Yeah. No, he just, he just would make that up. Right. But the and thing is, if that didn't happen with some of the valuations of their properties and their actual documents, well, that's somehow, what this was about. see, the thing is, he had two powerful symbols. Somehow he kept control of that palace at Trump Tower where he lived. Yes. And he had that plane and he would land at every campaign stop with the plane that said Trump on the side. And then he would do his speech, you know, at the airport or do a, a news conference with the Trump plane as a backdrop. So it was impossible not to think this guy's loaded because who else has a plane? Who else is living in Trump Tower in this uh, luxurious mansion? He looks like a, you know, a French king. Now, in 2016, Trump suggested that if you cite the fifth, you're probably guilty of something. But he took the fifth over and over again. And what this actually means in the case, if it does go to trial, is that the jury can be told... And it can be used by the prosecution that because Trump invoked the fifth, they can make uh, their own decision over that. You can't do that in a criminal case. You're right. told as a juror to not make any negative inferences if somebody takes the fifth. 
But in a civil case, you're allowed to make negative inferences, which you should, because if you're taking the fifth, yeah, yeah you're covering up something bad. And you don't want to admit to it. Yes, and, it says and the Constitution, a jury in a civil case is allowed to draw a negative inference when the party invokes I mean, the fifth. If 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 I was on a criminal jury and I heard a witness take the fifth or a defendant take the fifth, I'd say, oh, all right, then you did it. You're covering it up. I don't care what the judge what the judge's instructions would be. That would be lodged in my head. Jury nullification. Well, except they're trying to nullify the truth. That's the thing. If they're going to nullify a fact, well, then I'm going to nullify their rule. Ah, but those lawyers' questions are tricky. They're trying to trick you into something. you got to take the fifth sometimes. <laughs> it's all a plot. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, they call it the nuclear option. Coming up after 4 o'clock, it's possible that voters in the city of L.A. may be able to vote for massive road diets. Or, as John will do, vote against them. We'll explain the story coming up after the news. But apparently the bicycle people got enough signatures to force the issue. Either the city council adopts the plan or it goes to the voters. You think they dare adopt this plan? No, they you know they didn't adopt the homeless one we talked about on Monday. Right. Remember that the hotels have to give their empty rooms to the homeless? They didn't adopt it. They said, well, we'll give that to the voters in 2024. <laughs> well, so this, I think they won't touch this one either. Isn't that funny? They, they just they, they don't want to do their job anymore because uh, they're caught between the insane activists and uh, the normal people who might vote them out of office. Well, all right, here's an update on the monkeypox. Uh, the World Health Organization is warning everybody that monkeypox outbreaks are not linked to monkeys, so don't kill them. Oh, I thought it was going to be don't uh, don't stigmatize monkeys, don't uh, stereotype monkeys. No, apparently, don't, don't engage sadly, in exclusionary behavior. In Brazil, uh, ten of them appear to have been poisoned. Oh, because of the monkeypox. Yeah, that people are freaking out. Seems to be out. the motive. Yes. Well, don't you listen to the news? Don't you read the news? And you, you we've we've said it a million times. It has nothing to do well, with the, monkeys. These people are in Brazil. Wow, I advocated. Death to monkeys a few weeks ago because they were throwing children well, off the rooftops. You know, that's a different story. And dogs. Yeah, and you were dogs. you were a little. Uh, I was on hey, the fence. You were on the fence, right? I needed more information. E- even children. It was. Like, I needed to know why. It was like was the the woman poisoning her husband with the Drano. You no, were a little weren't sure. I just said that uh, I'm sure the husband wasn't a perfect husband. <laughs> that's code. Um. Yeah, the, the, the spokeshole, uh, Margaret Harris, said uh, primates could not be blamed for the surge of monkeypox cases. Uh, but the, supposedly all of this is happening in Brazil, where I guess they just don't believe the news. And I guess there's more monkeys there. Uh, either poisoned or intentionally injured in less than a week. Did, did you see? I suspect it's because people, well, there were three monkeypox cases confirmed in the area mm-hmm. where the attacks were. Well, that, that's enough to start a panic. I mean, it really it, comes from rodents, too. Didn't we learn that when we, the monkeypox actually originated it, in some type of rodent? It, yeah, originated, but it came out of what was it? An experiment or something that they did with monkeys, and they discovered the monkeypox. I don't know where the monkeys got it from. The monkeypox received its Mon- name because the virus was first identified in monkeys kept for research in Denmark, but yeah. the disease is found in a number of animals. Most frequently, it's in rodents. All right, so it could be in monkeys. But the name is the name. It's too late. You know, they should call it rodent pox. (laughs) That would catch on as well. And if people started killing rats, nobody would care. That's true. So. I'd still care. You don't care. No, I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, no, stop. No, really. 
you mm-hmm. don't if you get a rat in your house, what do you want done with it? I want it trapped and taken out somewhere else. <laughs> to no, come back did. to the same hole it came in from. No, far away. <laughs> you know what a silverfish is? Yes, uh, it's an insect. Yeah. Well, I drowned one the other day. Why? <laughs> Could you have picked it up in a napkin and taken no, it outside? I got up in the morning, turned on the light in the bathroom, and there it was in the sink. And the first thought was, this, how the hell did you get in the sink? And then I turned on the water and sent it down drowned. Whoosh. I don't like silverfish. Oh my god! Ah, see, I know. Look, I have, I have killed insects. I will admit, but there are times that I do try to gently, seriously. I get a Kleenex and I try to grab the spider and put it outside. Even like Sometimes the daddy I long legs—that's a weird one to grab. Can, can we that get a, one? Not so much. Can we get a Deborah cam on you in your house and no, just watch? No. That on. would be funny. <laughs> Watching her try to remove all sorts of creatures. All right. Carefully. Did you see the photograph? I think it was in the LA Times today. It was a monkeypox story, and it showed a guy, yeah, and he's holding the cell phone of his monkeypox face. He had taken a photo, and he had monkeypox. Yeah, it was like things on his chin or something? Uh, was... On his chin, like he had a little uh, patch of beard. Pustules. Yeah, and he had this big black pustule on his chin with, I think, hairs growing out of it. Oh, it, it was God. one of the most disgusting things I'd, I'd ever seen. I mean, I, I actually f- felt nauseous in my stomach looking at it. It's like, why are you putting a picture of a guy with monkey pox on his face? They wanted people to show what it is. Why, a lot of people are like, I, I don't understand I got what it, it is. I heard it was black pustules. I believe you. You don't have to show me a close-up photo of some weird guy who, who, who actually is posing with his monkey pox photo for a Times photographer. It's what educational. It's not educational. It's disgusting. All right, it's 2017. see everybody's old. diseases? 2017 all over again on the John and Ken show where we helped fight a road diet that was going to happen in Vista Del Mar on uh, the west side of Los Angeles and Playa del Rey area. The reason we're talking about it again is that this could be happening all over if a ballot measure gets on the ballot and is voted by the voters. Coming up. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today. Because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.